0: This episode, we speak to the brilliant Corrie Jones from Untapped Digital, a London-based social media agency that works with ambitious brands around the world on social content. We chat about starting her agency uh, and the common mistakes that people make with their social media for their companies. Thanks so much for being on the podcast, Cory. Thanks for having me. Oh, you are very, very welcome. Um... I just wanted to, first off, just to to have a bit of a check-in with you and see how the devil you are. How are you doing? (laughs) How has it all been going?
1: What a good question. I'm good, thank you. Yeah, I I think it's, it's apt to be able to say I'm good now that we're in a few months on from the initial madness of, of lockdown had you asked me you know that first week when things were kicking off it might have been a different answer but I feel yeah. like we're everyone sort of, lost
0: their minds <laughs> didn't they? The first? I know
1: it was slightly more out of the woods now maybe so yes I am good
0: good stuff tell, tell me a bit about untapped digital tell me tell me a bit about your story where your passion came from or what what prompted you to start your own agency
1: Sure. So we are a social media specific agency based in London, but we work with people in in different areas of the world and we focus on social media content, social media advertising and social media strategy. And really we started because my background is in higher education. I, um, four years ago, was working in a university managing their social media it was um, a slower moving industry than I think social media is suited for. So I started, alongside that role, I started taking on some part-time client work, mainly with tech startups based in London and was managing their social media. And I just saw how many companies were doing social media really, really badly. And uh, you know, even four years ago, I think there wasn't that same appreciation and understanding of what social media can do for your business. Which has perhaps changed a little bit more now, but I'd still say there's a fair few companies that are doing things badly. Yeah. So we're here to to help make that better.
0: To to correct them. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> give me give me some examples then. What what would be like your I don't know, your top culprits or the, the clangers that people make on a on a regular basis?
1: Oh gosh. Well, I think my number one would be when brands just make it all about them as a brand and don't think at all about their audience or what their audience wants to see. I think there's some people that do that really well and they put so much valuable, you know, funny, interesting, genuinely entertaining content out there for the audience. But then there's some brands that just shout about themselves all the time and it's just super boring and overly promotional. And I always kind of liken it to, if you went to a networking event or a party, and I walked up to you and said, hey, I'm Cory. This is what I do. And just started talking at you for 20 minutes and gave you no chance to say, how are you? What do you care about? What do you do? What do you like as a person? How do you spend your weekend and make it interactive? You're going to be like, why would I ever talk to this person again? And the <laughs> yeah. same on social, you know, you'll just end up unfollowing those brands because it is boring. How, how long has the agency been going? four years now it was October 2016 that I started but I initially started as more of a freelance setup and it was just me and I was working on a day raise and it got to the stage probably about a year and a half in where I was just too busy I was doing three different in-office roles for people a couple of days each week and then I had seven remote clients that I was working with so it got mad it would be lunchtime and I'd be in a client's office you know working the full day for them and then I'd be taking a call from another client on lunchtime to catch up with them or staying in the office to do a call from five till six with someone and it was just too much to fit into the day so And and I was kind of like, this wasn't why I started a business. I started it so that I could have a bit more freedom and, you know, travel more and and things like this, which just wasn't happening. So that's when I I pivoted to more of the agency setup, and we had a rebrand and um, started, you know, either outsourcing to freelancers or, or now more recently bringing people into the team so that it's not just me and it's not, it's still busy, but in a good way, not in a completely crazy, overwhelming way
0: absolutely do you think that you've managed to get that work because I know agency owners you're you're a very specific breed and like work (laughs) your asses off and find it really hard to switch off and say no so do you think you've got that work-life balance down yet or are you still
1: Mm. learning the
0: process of like walking away letting go
1: I I think it it is a process for work-life balance I feel like I'm always getting better at it, but I don't know if I'll ever reach the stage where I think I've completely nailed this balance because that balance will always be different. You know, there's there's some weeks where I'm focused more on work and some weeks where I'm focused more on life. Um, But in terms of delegating and letting the team take things on, I think I'm at the stage where uh, you know I hear people speak about finding it difficult to let go in that sense and wanting to micromanage everything. And I think I'm the opposite. I'm kind of like you know, how can we delegate and how can it not be me that does everything because it's um it's a better result if other people are working on it because that you know they're smarter at, at the areas that they're working in than I am and working as a team you'll always achieve more you'll always, you will know, always it's better to have multiple brains working on it than just one person doing and, and micromanaging everything
0: that's such a brilliant way of looking at it absolutely I wholeheartedly agree what do you think you <laughs> your sort of key learnings have been as an agency owner in in your four years what do you do you wish you'd known then or um what do you think you've become stronger at
1: there's so much that I wish that I'd known then I, I think hindsight's a great thing isn't it I always wish oh, I wish I could have a conversation with me when I first started and and get, pass on lots of gems but I think resilience has been the main thing and the main skill that I would advise other people, not even just agency owners, but anyone in business or even just in life to learn. There's so many things that happen as a business owner or when you're running an agency that you can't plan for, you can't predict, you know, COVID is a perfect example of this. And really it's just resilience and that ability to, even if something rubbish happens, you know, on the Monday that you can get off on the Tuesday and say, okay, let's give this another crack and we're going to keep going. And I, I think that is that skill probably above anything that has kind of weathered whatever we've gone through this year or years previously. So, yeah, if I was going back to October 2016 to tell myself anything, it would be work on resilience and, and keep prioritising that as something
0: to learn about. Brilliant. Would you have said you were particularly resilient to start off with then or has that really been sort of a learned trait I I think it's a learned
1: trait and I I think um you know people say practice makes perfect but perfection really doesn't exist I think just by practicing you've just done it more and you you've you then you know can go into a new situation and you think oh well actually I did this last year and so I know I'll be fine this time because I've already done it um it's yeah very much a learned trait I don't think it's necessarily something that anyone is is born with in in droves and droves
0: yeah absolutely i know when we did um our women in agencies session though that's a real difference between like uh, men and women is that men are more likely to be gung-ho think sod it i'll just give it a crack whereas women are like oh let's you know let's weigh it up what are the options you know what could go wrong so i think that's an excellent tip in terms of learning um learning how to be resilient right
1: yeah
0: roll roll with the punches
1: exactly (laughs) exactly because there'll always be punches that you need to roll with
0: definitely how have you um gone about learning to be a manager of a team as well is that something that you had experience of in previous roles prior to running your agency or have you had to you know learn that on the fly as well
1: I I had a bit of management experience before at previous roles, but I think it's very different managing a team when it's your business to when you're managing a team in someone else's business, because there's no scapegoat really. If it's your business, everything, you know, starts and finishes with you. Whereas if you're in a bigger organization, you can can kind of blame things on on other people or situations that might be happening. So um, yeah, exactly. (laughs) <laughs> um I went along to a course on leadership that the school of life in London were running um when I was looking at hiring people and that was really helpful it was it was only a two-hour session so it wasn't super long but it just gave some good starting points for things to be thinking about and I'm a, a big believer in just learning on the job and kind of listening to what's happening around you and um I'd like to think that I kind of just you know listen to things that the team is saying and the type of different management styles that people work well with and just really focusing on their personal development one of my favorite things about having a team is that you can say to someone okay what do you want to get really good at or where do you want to be in a couple of years time and what can we be doing to help you get there whether it's you know that you end up working here for years and years or you know realistically people job hop so much these days that it's, it's not like someone will have a job for life in your agency but I think it's just about still feeling like you should give that person 100% and help develop them for their career or you know maybe they want to start a business one day as
0: well. Would you support that if one of your team members was like Corrie do you know what thanks you've taught me everything I'm off to give this a crack myself. I would actually love it I really, really? would.
1: Really? Yeah there was someone we hired last year and I asked them in the interview I was like oh would you ever start a business and they said oh no not yet and but I think I think it's just such a good thing to do it's obviously not for everyone I, I would no way say "Oh, everyone in the world should start a business because I think it would drive a lot of people completely crazy um, but yeah I would love it and I, I would help them in whatever way I could with getting started and giving advice and, and things like that and even if someone's working for a company I think you can still be entrepreneurial and show that in different skills with you know how you're proactive and how you suggest new ideas and I'd always want people in the team to be doing that anyway even if they're not destined to start a business I'm always open to hear what ideas people have for how we can be doing things differently and and what they would suggest that we work on whether that's internally or with clients as well
0: that's brilliant and then does that just lead to more sort of content satisfied staff yeah, hopefully.
1: I think so. You'd have to ask the team, but yeah, I, I think <laughs> I think so. I I don't think anyone would say otherwise.
0: So if you were if you were mentoring one of your team, what would you say like the top pros and cons are of being an agency owner?
1: I think the ability to work on lots of different projects, I really enjoy. I can't imagine now going back into a job where you're working on the marketing for one brand. I really don't know how I would spend my time on that <laughs> because it would, it would just feel mad to have five days in a week to do that. You, you could go so in depth, I'm sure. But um, I think that variety you get from an agency is really exciting. So that's definitely a pro and then running your own business. It's just, you know, the sky's the limit for what you can achieve both financially but also you know if I think okay we should launch this new service we can you know get that done and we can do that relatively quickly because we're not a a big you know organization that's been established for 30 years and has 20 different stakeholders to go through and we we can just turn things around much more quickly so the agility is definitely a pro the cons and I'm sure any business owner would say this like it, it is busy and it is stressful because like I said everything does come down to you so of course there's times where you know you're chasing an invoice or you're trying to negotiate a contract or you're pitching and there's these stressful moments but then even then the more you do those things the the easier they become and it's all part and parcel of of running it um but yeah if you're prone to being a very stressful person then probably being an agency owner is not the one I think you you have have quite a level
0: head yeah and and learn how to be chill as well I suppose yeah
1: like, that the stresses wash over you or will be well exactly chill is very important
0: <laughs> so what what's the next 12 months looking like for you what have you got coming up what are you hopeful for any 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 major changes yeah so we're
1: we're growing and hiring the team out right now actually um we put a job role up just last week for a marketing assistant for an internship actually but with potential to expand on and we scarily had 1600 applications come through in oh, just a week
0: wow.
1: yeah it was it's mad a week. And a week it's only been up wow. a week yeah so, so <laughs> well, I mean firstly trying to go through all of them is a bit of a logistical nightmare and we've had hundreds of messages and calls and people finding me on Instagram and LinkedIn as well to to send a message to support that application and the applications are really, really good. There's people that have worked in three other agencies before and, you know, they've just happened to have been furloughed recently or they can't find work. And so it's, uh, I think it's a really good time to be hiring if you can be because there's just so many talented people out there ready for work. Um, so continuing with that, continuing to grow the client projects we're working on to grow the team out and i think more than anything just see what the impact of everything that's happened this year is on you know marketing and how people are speaking to consumers but also just what you know returning to the office and the business world and everything more generally looks like i think it'll be interesting to see how people change and the people that don't adapt so well
0: so you're quite happy just to, you're playing it by ear continuing to grow and just seeing seeing what happens yeah basically I think that's a cracking way to be, Corrie. Exactly that. Thank you so much for being on our podcast and having a chat with me. It's been lovely to have you on. It's been my pleasure. Thank you for having me. Thanks so much for tuning in and please subscribe to our podcast. Um, Join me next time where I'm chatting to Mark Alford from Managed Language. Mark runs a team of over 500 linguists and 900 trans creators. We're chatting about translations, innovations and what's coming up for the industry.